This is the world-famous marriage segment with Robert Kosick on The Sam Malone Show on AM 1070, The Answer. Really, it really, really, really is based on the emails and the calls. Most, it's pretty much like 90% of the communications from y'all are emails. Um, in our world-famous marriage segment where we talk about the glory and the sanctity and the holiness and steaminess of marriage. We've been doing it a very, very long time. Uh, my wingman, as I say, is Robert Kosick, wrote the book Honor the Vow. HonorTheVow.com is the website. We met, actually, when that book came out. He was emailing uh, the radio station when I, at the last place that forbid me from doing the marriage segment. And we started talking, and then uh, when I got to Salem Radio here, where they actually embrace someone who talks about marriage in a positive light, that Salem Radio embraces and encourages you, unlike the last place, to talk about fidelity in marriage. Fidel, it's pretty simple, right? Meat and potatoes. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy that I would actually face battle over this content and this subject matter. Let me get Mr. Kosick on. Happy Friday. Happy early Father's Day, buddy. Hey, happy early Father's Day to you. And I love hearing you and Denise talk about your son and, and how he's emulating what you guys have put out in front of him for so many years. And it's such an awesome feeling to know your kids are doing it right. And uh, and it's because you did it right, and you you exampled it for them, and what a blessing! Congratulations. Thanks, thank you. And you know, it, it, uh, baby Bubba turned nineteen yesterday, six two two twenty. I'm barely five <laughs> ten. I still say to Denise, was there like a Viking convention in town twenty years ago? The kid has got whitest of blondish hair, you know, thick hairline. I'm like, what? Anyway. But it is nice. He has a very lovely uh, girlfriend. He. Kisses her on the cheek in public, and I, which is very modest, you know, compared to what kids are doing today. Yeah, I tell you, I, we, we tried to. I'm, I'm originally from up in Northeast, and, and I then moved down to the Southish area. Uh, you know, here with my wife, we moved over here to Houston. So I'm learning all those gentlemen things. And I opened the door for her for the car, you know, and I remember it. I'm, it's not ingrained in my brain and stuff. And so last night, my son and his new wife came by the house and were having some dessert with us. And he walked over and he pulled the chair out oh. for her to sit down and. And my wife went, wow, where'd you learn how to do that? Obviously not from your dad. <laughs> Bada-bing! Bada-bing! Like, I was like, fine, fine. Today, at least I unlocked the car door for you. <laughs> so. Well, remember, gentlemen, uh, hold, opening the car door and getting your girlfriend or fiancé or wife in is, is obviously not just uh, for chivalry. It's also to make any body sounds you need to get rid of before you get back in the car that would kill the mood, if you know what I mean. Yeah, absolutely, and it's kind of what our what our tip is about today. But you, people have to remember, whatever you do, your kids are probably going to do it to the nth degree. So uh, if if you treat your wife well and your wife respects your husband, and you have this great relationship, your kids are going to see that, and they're probably going to do it to a further degree than even what you did it because right. it's just how that works. And in our world famous marriage talk segment, one of the things is like you're on the money. If you gentlemen treat your wife like crap. And you call her stupid, and you're a dingbag. You're an idiot. You're a moron. What are you doing, you moron? All your little sons are sitting there going, okay, call wife moron. If right. you're a woman and you're talking down your husband and demean your husband, your little daughters are just taking notes. You know. But if you hold hands and treat each other with respect and you know, and, and pray before dinner and watch your language and ditch the cell phones and, you know, be mindful of each other, your kids will take notes on that, too. Absolutely. Anyway, well, let's get to our marriage. Mr. Kosick, who's a uh, marriage coach, church deacon, and author, writes the 
content. We are now up to marriage tip number 186. Man, that's a lot. That's 186 thank yous to Salem Radio Station. Yes, real radio people who embrace what we do. Tip number 186 is double-edged sword. It's available right now on our Facebook page, Sam Alone Show. Most guys understand their role as the provider for their family, but often forget or ignore the other side of the sword, the encourager. An encourager is someone who gives emotional support, builds confidence, and offers hope to someone else. Whether a person of faith or not, these two Bible references can help anyone to be a better father and husband. In Ephesians chapter 6, verse 4, this is the quote, Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. The second one is from Proverbs chapter 31, verses 11 and 28. Quote, her husband has full confidence in her and lacks nothing of value. Her children arise and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praises her. Take it away, Mr. Cosby. So these are great, and, and, and I put in there, whether you're a person of faith or not, these principles are so foundational to the core of a family and really for the role of the husband and the father in the family. And since we're coming in on Father's Day, it, I want to remind people that it's never too late to do it the right way. So if you've been messing up and you've not been the dad that you've wanted to be and, and, and haven't raised the kids you want to do or been the example you want to do, put a stake in the ground today and from today forward start doing it the right way. And here's a great place to start. And the first one there just says, you know what? Don't exasperate your kids. Don't don't bring them up and irritate them and annoy them and just be a, a domineering person to them and always barking out orders. Actually invest in their life. Talk to them. Get down on one knee. Get to their level and, and draw out from them what they know and what they want and be the encourager to them and, and praise them and, and get them going. Not to always say you can't do anything wrong. You have to be a disciplinary at some point. You have to correct them. But there has to be that other side as well, and it has an amazing impact on kids. Years ago, my son and I started going every Saturday to one of the local coffee shops, and for an hour we would just talk. Mainly he would talk and I would listen, and it creates such a great foundation that even when he comes home from college when he was doing that, he would say, hey, can we go get some coffee on Saturday? And it's been just a great foundational deal, and, and as soon as he went off to college, my daughters are like, it's our turn now too. And so we would do that. We would just invest one-on-one, -on -one, an hour, three hours at the coffee shop. So obviously by the third per third kid, it's like decaf, please. <laughs> you know? Yeah, right. Like, oh, you so, want to more coffee? Yeah, right. Right. So the first meeting goes for an hour. The next one goes for 30 minutes. The next one I'm done with my conversation in 15 minutes because all right. the caffeine. But, uh, but that time together is so foundational, and it created such a bond between me and the kids to encourage them and stuff. So now when they get kind of stuck, They'll say, hey, Dad, can we just go talk for a little while or, or they'll shoot me a text or something? And that's just priceless. And that I don't want gold. guys to make sure they don't miss that. That is gold. Our, our world-famous marriage talk segment with Robert Kosick here every Friday at 830. The tip is on our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show. Having that is is amazing because the, the kids need boundaries. Kids need advice. Kids need, you know, a commanding officer to help them out on the road to life. And that's you. Mm -hmm. And you might say, well, I'm working. I'm busy. Bro, you're going to have a lot of jobs in your life. For most, Pretty much for most of us, we're going to have many jobs. You're only going to have whatever children, maybe one, two, three, or four kids, right? Right. Put them at the top and put your job at number two. And if you can't do it all the time, do it some of the time or most of the time. Yeah. 
Because yeah, I mean, you got to balance that out a little bit. And there's times when work's going to take you away and, yeah. and take some of your time away. But, but make sure you give it back to them. Don't don't steal that from them. It, it's an unbelievable opportunity and a blessing to be able to invest in their lives. Just make sure you don't pass up on that opportunity because you'll blink your eyes and they'll be gone. That's true. I mean, Bub and I uh, planned a fishing trip this weekend. Oh, awesome. So it's guys only fishing. It's uh, guns and sharks, as we say. And it's just the two of us. And we've been looking forward to it just to hang out. And, and Denise, you know, princesses she's like i want you to spend time together i want you you know i'm like you want to come we're going to fire off everything we can get our hands on (laughs) shooting fish and beer and fart whatever she's like no this is she says father-son time perfect perfect so we have a one yeah and and number two down there you had mentioned a couple weeks ago proverbs 31 which which is a pretty high standard for women to read through it talks about this incredible amazing woman that does everything she has a business she runs the house she has land she just an amazing off-the-charts woman. And the part that I want people to understand is what brackets that whole discourse about this phenomenal woman is these two verses we put in there. We have a husband that has full confidence in his wife, meaning he encourages her and he supports her. And on the back end, after they get done telling you everything this fantastic woman does, it says her kids and her husband praise her. Now, that's not to say she couldn't do all those things without a husband that supported her. But just think how much more energy she's going to have if you're there supporting her and, and encouraging her and praising yeah. her for the things that she's doing, giving her that energy. And the same thing with the kids. You can do the exact same thing with the kids. And, and you just amaze at the energy that that pours into them when they know they got a cheerleader like your dad of all people. It's just, it's just an amazing cheerleader to say, keep going, great job, you know. And here's a couple things you can tweak, but keep Keep going and keep doing what you're doing. Amen to that. They're t- listen, they're time to go to the break. I didn't get to hot and heavy yet because we're having so much fun. Mr. Okay. Tiller, let's go to the break and let's bring. Can you hold on? Sure, absolutely. Right. And, I, it, and I'll take full responsibility. Let's go to the break, <laughs> and then we'll get into the hot and heavy marriage tip, and then we can. Well, yes, we'll do that. Back in a second after Frankie Valley. AM 1070, the answer. My. On the radio at AM 1070 and FM 1033 on the far north side. It's the best in conservatainment on the Sam Malone Show on AM 1070 and 1033. The answer. Never know how much I love you. Never know how much I care. Yeah, Smokey, yeah. When you put your arms around me, I get a fever. Couldn't so stop the world-famous marriage talk segment. It's just, it's just huge. Huge, as our president would say. Lots of traffic on that. Go to our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show. Uh, Robert Kosick back for <laughs> I held him over for the break. Um, <coughs> the hot and heavy marriage tip is also on there. And I didn't get to it. We had to get to the break. Real quick, roadmap to her affection. Sometimes it's our simple actions that can rekindle her affection, such as being intentional about family time. For most women... Her family is an extension of her, so showing affection towards the family is the same as showing affection towards her. I, I did not know that. Yeah, so, so it's the same thing. When you put it in guys' terms, you might be able to relate to this. When people are talking, you get together with them, and they say, hey, Sam, tell me what you do. And they want to know about your business and those kind of Tell me about you. And guys usually will, will bank on what they do as a business because that's sort of their character. It's sort of their identity and kind of who they are. If you ask a wife or a mother, you know, tell me a little about yourself, one of the first things she's going to tell you about is her kids. 
Uh, it's just it's just what it, what how we're wired and what she wants to do and and then good or bad or otherwise we attach our identity to these other objects to some extent which kind of gets you in trouble a little bit but for the most part that's what it is so moms just have a different feeling and a different view on on the kids and so if if you come into the house and you're harsh on the kids and you're being angry and you're moody and and that kind of stuff she's going to try to protect the kids and she's going to try to pull them away from you which means she's going to then pull away from you herself but if you're coming in and you're having fun, you're laughing, you're kidding, and you're enjoying the family, you're enjoying the kids, that's kind of a reflection of her, and that tells her, I enjoy you, and I enjoy what you're doing with our family, and I enjoy this whole mix together. And it's just going to raise her level of affection towards you because you're showing affection towards the family. Interesting. It's just, it's just normal. It's just, it's just common sense if you think about it in a little bit deeper level. And then, and then also, not just her family as the kids, what about the family as the in-laws, like? Her mom and dad and things like that. How it's it's immensely important to also treat them with love and respect. Absolutely, you get it all nice and calm, and everything's all working together, and everything's smooth. And those are just some of the happiest things. Because if you don't have that, just think of a different way. If if things are real tenseful with the kids, you're coming in and you're moaning and you're groaning and you're just you know big grumpy bear. You're just adding more stress <laughs> to right, more stress to it. If you come in and you come in, you're all happy and stuff. Take take an extra thirty seconds. I tell people all the time, take thirty seconds when you pull in the driveway. Take a few deep breaths, take everything from the day, hang it on the back door and say, fine, I'll deal with this tomorrow. So when you walk in the door, you can be fully absorbed into what's going on in the family and you don't carry all that garbage of the day into the family. Or ditch the work. I, I, I tell you, when I get home, I can't stand. I have to wear like a suit and tie because of, of the company I own. Mm -hmm. Ditch the tie, ditch the shirt. I'll get a shower real quick. And I put on old track shorts and a ripped up T-shirt, and I come back. To, Hi, <laughs> and, and or I'll walk in, and Princess will say, "Why don't you just get a shower and then you know we'll, we'll sit on the sofa." And That's like, awesome. And, and then you know, watch, brush your teeth, get a good hot shower, put on the most comfortable ripped up T-shirt that you would never wear out in public, <laughs> and then talk to the family. And just hang out and relax and have fun and just kind of separate all those, the agita, as you say, from work and those things. And just separate it from the family. It's not going away. And if you, maybe you need to vent. And if you need to do that once in a while, you need to blow off steam, which you have to right. do once in a while, fine. Maybe later or, or tell your wife, I just need five minutes to blow off some steam, and then I'll be okay. You can do that once in a while. Just don't do it every day. If you do it every day, they're going to be like, oh, Dad's coming home. You know, <laughs> here, come, here, here we comes go old, again. Here comes old cranky pants. Yeah, fluff up the couch because he's going to lay on it and moan and groan for an hour. Tell me what you think of that, Dad. Why do you think he hates you so much, Dad? Why is your boss such a jerk, Dad? I know. So who wants that? You know, just to, to leave all that stuff outside, and it really does, you're just setting this foundation for this love of the family, and it's going to be different for different people. Yeah. My wife is an off-the-charts quality time person. I mean, if I walked in and said, you know, hon, why don't we save some money this year and not do a family vacation? What she would hear is, I hate my family, and I'm not going to spend any money on them. <laughs> because it's so important to her to have that time together as a family. And if you have a spouse like that, you really need to take this to heart. Amen. If it's someone like, hey, let's go away all the time without our kids, eh, maybe this doesn't have that big of an impact on them. <laughs> Oh, kids who has kids. That's actually good. But it's fun. Have fun with it, lighten up. But I tell my kids all the time when they walk in, they're, they're telling me all this different stuff. I look at them and go, "Who are you? Why do you keep calling me dad? <laughs> Leave me alone." So, but we we lighten up about it. And we have fun about it, good. and and it just loosens up the tension in the house, and then you can get on with enjoying each other. And that's when all this stuff in the first section that we did 
all comes into play because they respect you, they honor you, they look up to you. And that, I want people to really understand that respect and honor and all that stuff, that's earned. You can't command that. Right. And, and, when, they, right. and when the husband respects and honors the wife and the wife respects and honors the husband, it's got it, it. It's just glorious. It really is. It's just God's work right there happening in the kitchen. You know, it is. And and, and I tell you, and, and, and biblically speaking, you're supposed to love your wife, whether she did anything to deserve it or not. So that's a whole different topic. And same thing, why you're supposed to respect your husband, whether he does anything to deserve it or not. But when you do the things that earn it, it's that much better and that much more lasting and that much more sincere. So I'm encouraging guys take this step forward and do the things that will cause your kids to respect you and honor you and look up to you. Don, an extra segment of our world-famous marriage talk, segment which people are listening to from Florida to California right now, Mr. Cousin. So I appreciate you coming on every Friday and being the wingman and and giving you all the credit and props for writing the marriage tips, including we're we're approaching number 200 marriage tips here. We'll have to figure out something special to do for 200. <laughs> Just take the week off. <laughs> you should have, well, maybe we'll have the wives. We'll have your wife, my wife, you and me, the four of us can do the show together for like an That'd hour. That'd be kind of cool. That'd be cool. I'd have to start working on my wife now to do that because she's not big on getting on the radio. But I'll have to tell her, hey, you know, in about uh, three months. <laughs> it's, for the, it's for the better. It's for other couples. Dio, Dio prese libre to, to help to liberate the oppressed. Good job. All right, buddy, you have a wonderful Father's Day. Happy Friday. Happy Friday to you, and happy Father's Day, and have a wonderful, blessed weekend, Sam. Roger that, sir. Will do. All right, hour two in the can, hour three on the way, AM 1070, The Answer. My eyes are 